So today is uh February tenth, uh twenty seventeen. And uh I just wanted to talk to you about some things. This is our podcast, by the way. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I'm gonna chop that up and post editing, but who cares? I may just post it the way it is. But we're gonna talk about that later. Uh I wanted to uh Get your intake on some things. All right. What's going on, man? Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know which direction I want to go in yet. Like, well, it's been a crazy year. I mean, I mean, the election came and went. That's something that's still hot on everybody's mind. Uh, so I think we can just definitely see. How, we can start. With, we can start right there. I think that's a good place. Yeah, because well, I know Valentine's Day, I, man, that's another one that this that comes up every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got a lot of stuff. Women are women are marching. Women are about to take a day off, and then we got Valentine's Day. Well, they're gonna take it. To, they're gonna take a day off after Valentine's Day, but we can get to that a little later on. Uh, for me, if we're going to talk about the election, that's something definitely I didn't see coming. I oh, thought yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Yeah, because I, I felt that like um, with me personally, I felt that Hillary had it in the bag. I thought she had the young vote. I thought she had like the black and Hispanic vote, uh, the gay vote, the educated woman vote. Um, you know, and then just the Democrats in itself uh, would have came out and voted for, but. Uh, clearly, there's two things that I underestimated. What's that? Uh, the hatred in the heart of old white men. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were seriously pissed. And um, she didn't, we as uh, black people didn't come out and vote uh, in the same way that um, we did for Obama. And she thought she had that same type of number in the bag. If we would have came out and voted the way that we did for Obama, she would have won right. I guess she would have run outright by the Electrical College and by the more popular vote, too, as well. So for me, I thought I was like, oh, we're like leading up to the election. I was like, man, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You guys are tripping. She's got it in the bag. And you should I'm drinking Mad Dog 2020 tonight <laughs> on the night of the election. I'm thinking, oh, hell, one state after another. Donald Trump wins Delaware. Donald Trump wins Pennsylvania. Donald Trump wins the United States. I was like this. Yeah, I, I guess that is a lot of hate. Yeah, I, I was like, they must have really hated Obama. Like they. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, a lot not, of hate in that heart. Making it a black or white thing. I, I for Obama, I, I voted for him because of what he was promising. And I, I, after the first one, it was like, well, we're gonna get. I'm gonna give you four years, and I'm gonna see what you can do. And then uh, after the four years, well, you did pretty good so far. Let's give you another four. So I voted again for him. He got it so far. I mean, Obamacare is. I I, I get what he's trying to do or what he was trying to do. And uh, making sure everyone has coverage, because uh, at the end of the day, the the hospitals and everyone lose. So because the hospitals lose, they raise jack up rates with, to try to recoup the cost and mm-hmm. the loss. So as being uh, an insurance payer, having a job and stuff, it, it kind of pisses you off when people don't pay because it, it, it affects everyone. <laughs> when, you, when you look at it over the course of the long run, it, it really pisses me off. But even going through and trying to do self-pay, the prices are ridiculous, even after the discount. Yeah. And I I won't definitely lie. I think um, 
I think it was a time where I think it was being a contractor and I was in between uh, being well in between contracts. Ha ha. Uh, so I was looking into like a, well, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act. And it was one of those things that I was going to be out of health care for me be like I was never really out of a job for more than like two months, maybe. So I was like, well, I could just like look into it and see how much it is. And then I was looking at the cost of it and how much it was going to cost. I, mean, I think it was like, I don't know, like something crazy, like $400 a month or something, yeah. something like that. And I was like, oh, hell no. You can just come and find me. Because mm-hmm. like the fine was like $200. For the year. Yeah. So if you didn't have health care at all, you have to pay a fine of $200. Or you could potentially spend five grand. I'll take the two hundred dollars. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because I knew I was going to get hired at some point, and you know, I just double up on my vitamins, make sure I floss. <laughs> you know, oh, du- you mean with the uh, diamonds on the wrist? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I, yeah, with the little little pieces of little piece of paper in between the teeth. <laughs> so I was like, hey, don't eat a pound of M and M's before you go. Don't don't sleep with a mouthful of M and M's. <laughs> and you know, take the stairs, and then you. Should, I was like, all right, I'm just have to be a little extra healthy. So I mean, shout out to Obamacare. We you know, I understand because yep, because <laughs> a lot of people are getting down on it because it does cost money. I understand that, but you know, some people are saying that if they didn't have it, you know, they would have died because they couldn't afford healthcare any other way. So it's you know, it's saving lives. Everybody else, if you look up healthcare, they have free healthcare or everybody chips in and it balances out yeah. the, the balance of healthcare, but not in America. We love that open market. That Yeah, but I think with the open market, if you really think about the open market, yeah, it sucks because you can't get the, the great physician that you're, you're, you feel like you deserve. But uh, over in the free market, there's no... Yeah, I don't know what am I incentive for them to be better? So if you're gonna pay me just to sit here and say, "Hey, you're sick. Here's some meds." Well, I guess I'm getting paid to give you some meds. So I, I get the concept. I'm not saying it's right, but we don't know if these other uh, doctors over there are the greatest either. But don't we do that? Any- <laughs> don't our government does that anyway? Like, don't like when you salary is like uh, you you're gonna get a flat check. Every week or every two weeks. Yeah, but you get a bonus too. But if you work potentially, but the difference between if you're hourly and I'm salary, if you have to stay after for a project, mm-hmm. oh, you thinking time and a half? You're about to be caking up. You can't wait for that two weeks. Nah, player. If you're doing hourly, yeah. Uh, but if you're doing salary, it's like, well, here's some extra work, and that's it. And then you get a good job. Thanks for you know, staying after work. Yeah, but you signed that contract, though, but, or whatever it is. Sometimes that's the deal that you're dealt. So with healthcare, if it's like one of those things that like, okay, if it's it's just like when you get paid up front. So mm-hmm. if you know you're going to get this extra amount, you may necessarily you may be able to spend more time with people because it doesn't matter if you see 100 people or two people, your check's still the same. Yeah. So when you think about it from a healthcare, it actually benefits for you because you can actually take time with the person, make sure that you know does this feel good? Does you know how's your throat? Mm-hmm. And if you just see three people a day, but you give them top A plus A one doctor care, 
there you go. You're a good dude. You did your job. But if it's hourly, that means, all right, what's wrong? Here's some meds. What's wrong? Here's some meds. Taking them out. Yep, because I need you to I need you to swipe your your healthcare card. I need to get that ten percent or whatever. And I need to be writing you the uh the high designer drugs because I need to get my kickback. Mm-hmm. So no generics. You need the name brand stuff so I can get all my monies because med school ain't cheap. Oh um oh I also kinda looked into that briefly. Like they're also taking these insurances because well, one, the one, the insurance companies they they negotiate such a great deal. By the way, I don't know if you notice know out there, but uh, for example, Edna. Let, let's say if I'm with Edna and uh, I want to, the, the physician wants to participate with Edna. Well, you're not getting the hundred dollars that you feel you deserve that hour for seeing that patient. We're going to dump that down to maybe $10, maybe $20. You're getting $20 per patient. And you're like, wait a minute. I got to do more work. I got to see more people. So it's, uh, hey, I need to pump these people out. But at the same time, you're also seeing more people. Okay. You get the opportunity to see more people. So you can... It's kind of your market, I guess, at that step, at that point. But what would you rather be? Like, you see more people, but you give them shittier service, a.k.a. McDonald's, or <laughs> you sit down in a restaurant and you get, you know, it's all about you. I think from a customer standpoint, there's a time and a place. Like, they have, they have different, like, you know, the emergency care, you know, that's separated mm-hmm. from the hospital that okay i just need to go in get get healthy get some antibiotics and i need to bounce i don't need to spend that much time or like the emergency room people don't want to spend seven hours in the emergency room so yeah i can understand that point being more of a a process to get people in and get out but if you have something that's you know you can't really describe or something that's like going on with your foot or something. You want people to take the time and be like, yo, this is my life. I need you to get me right. Spend a little time and, you know, take but if, care of it. if enough people aren't coming to you, you kind of want. But here's the thing, though. If it's the Affordable Care Act, you get uh, you get in the salary check. So if you go in and let, you see 100 people or you go in and you see zero people. Your day check is still the same. Not well. I I mean that that makes sense, but not to the physician that's kind of special, uh, uh, like a specialist, for example. I mean, if you're a basic doctor and you're just you got a waiting room full of people, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you can take your time with that one patient. Hey, this is what we're gonna do. I know uh, we close at six. And our last patient is supposed to be at 5.30, but I just want to make sure everything goes good. I mean, people come back to you for that also. I mean, I can, what? You want me to get out of here? It's like you're, you're timing me. All right, you was here 10 minutes. All right, we, here's what you need. Here's what I feel you need. And moving on to the next one. I don't like that kind of service. I, if you're going to pump me out like yeah, uh, I'm produce <laughs> <laughs> being farmed and stuff like that, I'm like, ah, uh, no. But I, I, I want I want you to treat me like uh I'm the organic fruit at the farm market, and they take their time and they put all that effort into it with none of that. Uh, so it sounds like you're down with the the, the global standardized healthcare kinda, for everywhere. Yeah. yeah, we still need those specialists though. You, you can't have that one doctor 
special trying to specialize in everything because uh, eventually they'll miss something. Man, you can't know everything. It's impossible to know everything. Shout out to my my my, my family doctor, one of the only black doctors around. So you seeing a black physician? Is yeah. that what you're telling me? Hell yeah. But who you covered under? Oh, you don't have to say right now. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like United Health or some nonsense, something like that. But yeah, but yeah, that's the. You know. But yeah, so back getting back to Trump. Um, I know we went on a small tangent on that, but that's definitely how I felt about how definitely before the election, mine is still blown after the election. Another crazy thing is definitely seeing my quote unquote. I know well. Quote, yeah, quote unquote friends <laughs> on Facebook because Facebook is one thing. Like Facebook is the great divider right there. You don't understand how closet racist people can be until you see something like this and see their like their posts and stuff like that. And I was like, damn, it's just like, why was I friends with you to begin with? Like, we actually engage into any of it. No, I try to. I try to. I try to be the bigger person. Um, it, I the urge to be petty is is strong. <laughs> it's real, real strong. It's everyday type of thing. I just want to clap back, but I'm like, I, I gotta put the, I gotta put the. It can't be thumb thugging like I want to. I gotta put the key, uh, put the keyboard back in the holster. I, I can't, be, I can't catch another body. I don't know. It's, it's been kind of tempting. It, it's really been tempting because uh, <laughs> as I was looking at some of the stuff, I was like. What would make you think this is okay? Like the the whole thing with building a wall, like why is that okay? America was built on immigrants and stuff like that, and like you and uh, people were slaved and all this other. You, you, you took what something that wasn't yours and you discovered it. I mean, if you really think about it, <laughs> how could you discover something that's already there? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. Hey oh. man, I, I discovered your computer, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's mine now. What? <laughs> America is a big fat foe. <laughs> really want... Oh, man. We, don't, we but... need that drop. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell the founding fathers that. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, I, don't, I still don't understand to this day. Like, even with slavery, uh, I was listening to Bill Burr, I, or one of the comedians. It was like, boy, he said he had a good point. You you bring all these slaves. You have a slave ship, right, full of a hundred or over a hundred slaves, and it's only maybe twenty five guys that enslave you. So there's no. What made them not say, "Hey, we're gonna kill you, and we want our freedom. We don't even want to be here." Like, well, I guess I want to know what was going through their minds to say, "This is okay." Okay, so um, what? Both sides, I guess you can say white or black, fail to, the majority of them, fail to realize or to educate themselves on, is that slavery meant a different thing in Africa. Um, let's say you're on the north side, I'm on the south side. We don't like each other. I run up to the north side and I'm like, bang, 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 or arrows or whatever they were using sticks from rocks or whatever just fistos yeah Yeah, whatever so i run up on you i catch you slipping i'm like yo i don't want to see you or your people on the south side we beat the crap out of you guys but to teach a lesson i'm gonna take i don't know 25 of your people into captivity they're my slaves now 
And but so I take these people, they come, they work for me. They're my slaves. But the thing about it is I give them back to you in like two years or a year or six months. So to be a slave to them wasn't forever is that we we got into some beef with some people. Uh, they could have killed me, but they didn't. So I'm enslaved to them. So I'm going to be working their farm or patching their roofs or, you know, killing lions for them or whatever. And then in a, a year or two, I go home. And then if we go back to war again and then the north side wins, you gather a couple of my people or me and I'm a slave for you guys for yeah, X now, amount now, of years. Now I need to come up with a better strategy. Yes, but the, so the mindset of being someone's slave was different to them. So when, so let's say this: um, we had that beef. Mm-hmm. I captured you. You're my slave. These white people show up, and they're giving me. They're showing me, you know, furs or gold or a gun mm-hmm. for the first time, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. All we got is diamonds and stuff over <laughs> here, but I never seen nothing like that. And they're like, "Yeah, I'll 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 sell it to you, or I'll trade it to you." It's like, "Oh, what you want? I want one of your slaves." Oh, okay. Well, I got a year. He got another year on his bid. So yeah, you can have him for a year, and then after a year, just give him back to his tribe. Okay. He's never giving him back. There was no giving back. That's wow. that's the part that we got fucked up on. Cause we, you know, it ain't nothing for like I said before, if I we run up on you and you capture me, but you know somebody on the east side, mm-hmm. and this is the east side got all types of just jewels and stuff, and you're like, yo, it's my wife's birthday coming up. Let me just give up some of these old slaves or this one girl that can sew. She's a slave, but I don't want her anymore. I already got eight wives. I don't need another concubine. So let me just give one of my slaves up for some of these rubies or, you know, emeralds or something. And then you're like, all right. So just here's the slave. Give her back to the south side in six months. That's crazy. So that's how slave. That's the but that's the that's the mentality. I guess, uh, I guess that makes sense then. But so that's the mentality of what they were thinking about being a slave. So when people say, oh, we'll trade you this, that, and the third, these white people for one of your slaves, a lot of people will just didn't think anything of it and the, the longevity of it because their whole bartering system was totally different. So, but like I said before, they came through and they took a, they took some of us by force. They traded some of us with no, ret- <laughs> <laughs> no return. Date, yeah. No yeah, yeah. They quote unquote stole a lot of us, but yeah, that's how they got us uh, over here. And they realized that remember they separated us uh, from our language, mm-hmm. from people of the tribes that spoke the same language. So we so were, you never knew what was going on. Yeah. You, your communication was now lost. All the strong, all of our hunters and protectors and stuff like that, straight up killed women being raped. So, I mean, at that point, whole new world, cold, (laughs) cold. So, I mean, this is a whole new just shock system. Like, it's just like waking up in jail. Like, if you were to just go to sleep tonight and then wake up in prison, you're like, yo, what? 
How did I get these here? grown men doing what to each other? Like, ho, 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 ho. So, yeah, so I mean, it's like, yeah, so that's how they, they, yeah, they got us. The yeah, no, we did get off of the mad yeah, tag. I mean, that, that goes right into uh, what Trump is kind of doing with uh, these travel bans. Oh, uh, yeah, and, definitely. And it's, it's specific to, like, six Muslim groups. Like, it to me, that did, didn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, if America was built on this and we're trying to change and shape the stuff for the future, why would you do that? Just because you don't like a certain ethnic group? I Hate, man. I think it's one of those things that, like, the people that definitely voted for them has a certain, they feel a certain type, or feel a certain type of way. And... This is one of those things that it's it's easily justified because, yes, 9-11 did happen. It was a tragic event. And you can point on a map to a certain group of people and be like, because of them, 9-11 happened. So, and we know from just being in, in war and everything over there that, okay, these people in these other event, uh, places really don't like us. And they're, they have the capability and the knowledge and more so the hatred to do another 9 of 11. So we're going to keep our eye on them. So You can keep your eye on them. There's other ways of doing it. But here's a way that you can, quote, unquote, justify keeping an eye on certain people and, uh, you know, make it so that they can't enter into the country. And these are people that already have certain types of, like, cards and privileges to get into the country. But now since they have the freedom to co- to come and go and they also look and may have ties to these places that we are keeping an eye on yeah now we are n- more concerned to know about your whereabouts or to ask a lot more questions when you decide to come back into the country because w- you have access here you've been here for a while but you can go to one of these hot spots that we're keeping an eye on and we can't monitor you like we do in the states here, so you could t- potentially be a sleeper cell, and we can't have another nine eleven. But you know, I mean, it's one of those things that like, and people, people always want to bring up that like, okay, Trump is making like Trump is making it extremely difficult for people, and they're banning people that shouldn't are making the reentry into the country way harder than it should be. And people are quick to be like, well, Obama did the same type of thing. It's like, no, Obama did a small, Obama upped the security or the questionnaire of the training that took place to watch. To to better screen them. Yeah, to better screen them. And because he elevated the quality of process to make sure that we didn't get in contact with certain people it made getting back into the country a little slower it was never a ban though it's never like no you can't come it's that okay you gotta okay instead of 10 questions we're gonna give you 15 questions so yeah i was also looking at it uh you got people stranded at uh like, at these airports I don't, I don't know if it was going i don't remember if it was going out or trying to come back in but since they can't go out or they can't come back in, how how do how is my family going to survive? If, uh, if I'm just over here for vacation, I, I visited uh, Aunt Sue. I haven't seen in years. I have to save up money to, to get to this point, and uh, I haven't seen her. I've seen her, and I'm trying to go back home. And you telling me I can't go? What? 
Yeah, like I got a ticket. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I can I definitely. I should be better check my passport again, but <laughs> and they they scan it. No, sir, we can't let you through. Oh man, I'll be so upset. But uh, I do understand the people's frustration. But I, I think that also helps put a target on the U.S.'s back. Yeah, it's just. I another, mean, well, we always have one. It's but now it's another thing that they can hate us for. Yeah, and and it's not. Here's the thing: I don't, I don't like about that that they're looking at us as a whole. So they they're looking at you as a whole of the United States. So you you go to Yemen and you you're just visiting. Well, to us, you're Donald Trump. Yep. I don't like that. That to me that bothers me a lot. Is uh, I'm not. I don't agree a hundred percent with what we do, but we also came a lot a long way too. Yeah, just and like uh, or all these other countries, they they've come a long way. And nothing's perfect, but I wouldn't look at um uh, Africa and say, oh, you're those people, uh, and well, we don't deal with uh Nigerians or whatever it is. You're probably that Nigerian prince that uh that keeps they keep emailing to- <laughs> me, talking about you have a fortune. All you gotta do is send you six hundred dollars. Yeah, and just pay the taxes. That's all. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that was interesting. I, I thought that was very interesting. On, on Stop how emailing people, me, Hakeem. <laughs> how they categorize, uh, categorize us, man. I, I think that's insane. But I think we do it. Uh, I don't want to say we do it. The U.S. do it as well as other countries. Like I, don't, I really don't understand the concept or the thought process behind it. it, it to me, it's just insane in itself. One thing I could say about Trump and this crazy whirlwind that um, there's three things. There's three things I can take away from the Trump administration and him being elected. A, young people, we can do whatever the fuck we want. You think so? Absolutely. Like, yo, I'm about to be an outer space firefighter in about three weeks. (laughs) Dead ass. Because... I don't look at like when you're applying where I'm applying for a job, I don't look at anything. I look at the title, the location, the salary. If I like the title and the salary and the location's nice, I apply. I don't care if I need to be secret top security flight attendant of the world, Craig. Here you go. I don't need to if you want thirty seven years of underwater experience, I don't care. I don't read any of that shit. Because if Trump can become president, I can do whatever the fuck you think you just uh, described in this job. Like, hands down. Like, whatever you think you need. Don't even, (laughs) don't even, like, it's at the point now, like, don't even put a description. Because I'm not reading it. Because what's the worst thing that's going to happen is you decide to give me the job and I make more money. That's it. That's one way to look at it. To me, I just don't like going through, like, the process. If I'm down for a one-click apply, done. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But, but now when it comes to, I, I need to sit here for almost a half an hour to fill out one damn, you can't even import it from the resume. I just feel like don't next going on to the next person. Yeah. And, and uh, for a lot, I feel you the same way. Like all the one click apply joints. That, definitely. I don't even read it. I just apply, 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 apply. Shout out the dice. Apply, apply, apply. <laughs> but if I get in a mood where it's like, they're all, like, okay, I love, definitely like the title and the salary is nice. I may fill out maybe like no more than like two or three a job, uh, but I'm definitely the same way. If it's one of those jobs where you get click on it and then they try to ask you like, 
800 questions and you got to yeah. fill out your whole job and your mom's life history. I'm like, nah, you can miss me with that. How do you feel about the personality test? Because um, those take a lot of time, too. And some, some of them is like over 150 questions. Yeah. The last one, I wish I know the name of it. I'll definitely remember it and bring it back. It was like, it was crazy. It was crazy. Because like, I remember like one of the questions is like, would you rather like smack a baby or smother or drown a kitten? It's just like some weird, like, I don't want to do either of those things. This is a horrible, what type of Marshall Mathers, like, like questionnaire is this shit? But it's like one of those things, like, they actually like these weird ass questions. And then you get like your color number chart uh, yeah. at the end of it. And it's kind of weird to see that. Uh, it's crazy. It's weird to see how accurate it is on how your personal traits whether you're more of a thinker, maybe you're, you're quick to react, maybe you like to get the consults of the the people around mm-hmm. you before you do something. So it's like it's real. It's it's interesting. They can get like these weird questions, but yet still figure out who you are as a person. And 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 that's without uh, saying, hey, uh, are you black? Are you white? Are you Mexican? X Y Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, it's yeah. So. I mean the questionnaire, even though it's weird, I I'm I'm always interested to see how close they can get to myself and how like it's an actual real kind of honest perception of how I like to deal with things. I think as a in relationships, it's kinda I think it's one of those things that we as people should all have it and we could we should probably instead of having a profile with some pictures on it, have that up and then how it compares to you. And we can probably have a better chance of finding our... That's eHarmony. Uh, I have yet to use... Well, well I haven't used it. Yeah, I've said I have yet to use eHarmony, but I think, yeah, if they're, if they're doing something like that where they do the questionnaire and um, that you can give people more so about if you're compatible off your questionnaire versus your looks, then I can definitely see how eHarmony is still in business taking now, making money. I do got a, a stupid question for that one. So if you found... All right. Let, let's say there's uh, a non a non book, uh, f- Facebook with no faces. Okay. And you have to go through the questionnaires, and you feel like we're meet uh, we're a match, and then kind of like a blind date. Like we can actually come up with a something like that ourselves, and then video everything as it's going on. Well, I think I think that'll be a cool thing in itself. Hey, that this is trademarked, by the way. <laughs> it's not already created. <laughs> but um, do do something non-face, and it's like, well, this is kind of close to me. Well, I feel like we're almost seeing eye to eye. And all right, so we're going to meet here. We're not going to meet at McDonald's. We're going to go to Applebee's at this time, be here, and I'll be at table five. All right, so I'm, and you get there, and we go to table five. It's like, oh, would you continue to meet with the person or would you absolutely or, or would you have or try to have like a conversation with the person before you actually go on the date well i well when you describe a situation i've i would feel that once we once we do the questionnaire and then the the other person does the questionnaire and we get a notification saying hey this person did a this person it's a match for you mm-hmm uh, I would assume that we would have the opportunity to communicate because I'm assuming not only are our personalities at the core level, at the deepest level, uh, compatible, 
if we have that in common and then we also have like you know other books and things movies tv mm-hmm. show music in common we have already connected in let's say 90 percent of what matters uh so like we are you know we're we're compatible in all the places that you need to be our intellectual is all the same the only other aspect of it is the physical but i mean as adults now we understand that those that we are physically attracted to can be the worst people to be in a relationship with of course and of course i think after the physical part can only last for so long because you can't have sex 23 hours out of the day what you can't <laughs> oh my god what is wrong with me then? <laughs> <laughs> or what is wrong with me if you can so now that the fact that we've gotten 90 percent of it and we are compatible i think once we do go to the day of the applebee's or whatever we should have so much to talk about because our personalities just just click so we should be able to at least be able to hold a conversation for dinner, and then you have to kind of make a decision. Is like, is the the ten percent gonna keep you from having something that's ninety percent? Because last time I checked, ninety is still an A. Ninety yeah. 90's still passing. Ninety is better than you know fifty from the girl that may be attractive. But doesn't do anything else. Well, no connections or anything. Yeah, because I, I definitely think uh, I think that's a, a a shortcoming for the ladies in a sense where if you find a girl that let's say she's let's say she's a seven. Yeah. Uh, solid. Solid seven. Are we talking so, about Mount Everest? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, better you. Boom. All right. For for example, I know you. I know the people don't the the listeners or whatever watching this, you know. But um, real quick, we had a girl. We used to work at the same. Uh, we used to work at the same job. All of us used to work at the same job. So we had this one girl in a different department that you know where the apartments were an eye distance from each other. We had this one girl that worked in a different department that we could see on a daily basis, and we call her Mount Everest because the amount of effort you needed to climb to get to the top to reach the peak, the summit. Of this beauty that we saw on a daily basis was damn near impossible and the reason why we gave her such praise because in the environment or what we were in she was all a nine uh, i i would give her a, a solid ten t- at the time t- yeah, a ten, yeah I mean, I mean, but besides but, being uh, a little snobby but yeah but yeah, here's, uh, that I almost guess that, i guess that comes with being a 10 yeah that so when you, know, you one plus nine never mind <laughs> <laughs> so in this in this environment you spend eight hours a day you know that she's a 10 she knows that she's a 10 so at this point she is treated like a 10 so she acts like a 10 and the things that she can get away with is because of the environment that she's in. And it goes back to the point where I was making it's like, all right, so you, if you have this 10 on your hands, so let's say you have, what would you choose in this particular situation? You can have Mount Everest, but she doesn't cook. She doesn't like to be on top. Oh, man. She doesn't give head. Damn, what the hell? What, what am I doing with you? She's fine as fuck. That's it? You know what I mean? Or, or, you can have a five. And let's say you are a solid, 
seven. Okay. On this scale. So you can jump up three spots to a solid ten and have one of the baddest joints. When you go out, when she posts on Instagram, people are like, damn, that's you? When you when you go to the mall, they're like, yo, kid, what you about to do with that? <laughs> like, yo, you, how much you paying? How much you like, yo, this can't be real. Like you everywhere you go. You know people are checking her out. She's turning heads and then like, yo, people can't believe this is you. But don't cook. Man. Barely clean. This is like making a pimp decision. Don't give head. <laughs> don't give head. Or you can drop off two spots, go from a seven to a five, and cooks does all the other stuff that Turn, the 10 didn't do all, all of a sudden the 10 didn't do And She got a friend from college Another girlfriend that Occasionally if you get enough Hen- Hennessy in the system Things may go your way on your birthday Oh interesting I think well it depends Like that's That's real difficult You because, can't like, remember like, Because like also you, you gotta I also factor in I'm it seems like you don't want to do much besides, I mean, it, I'm going to put it this way because I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm flustered. If I got, if I have this 10, thinking longevity, if I have this 10, I also have problems with this 10. Because not only that I have you, there's constantly, constantly other guys that's going to be trying to get to my 10. Don't even. Constant uh, inboxes, y- just random <laughs> stuff. Hey. You're hot. I don't care if you're in a relationship. I don't care if you're married. Here's a dick pic. Boom. All right. That's one. Facebook isn't going to block you for one dick pic. And you have all you have hundreds of guys contacting you. I wouldn't even. I wasn't. Like, even, oh my god. I'm gonna have to go with the five and then occasionally get that friend for like the birthdays. I I, I would have to go that route. I wouldn't even. I wasn't even taking it to the part of. Fending off other dudes. I was just saying that the fact that like certain certain people really uh, take for granted, like it's not necessarily all about looks. It's the, not. It the, really the, isn't. The, At least as I get older, I'm starting to notice that a lot ex- more. Exactly, because I think as as younger, uh, especially when you're out at college and stuff like that, or just going through high school, and we're we're in an environment where we have a lot of access to just just different type of people in, in general you're kind of thinking the grass is always greener that, mm-hmm. like there's another it's always going to be another hot girl there's going to be another basketball player it's always going to be somebody different so that okay okay you're hot but that other hot person may be able to cook or the other hot person it may be able to you know is cool ahead so it's like if i just keep so jumping you, so, so you jump into to hit, hit the hoops all right i got this one off the checklist all right the next one has to have the, all of this and then going up but but yeah it's one of those things it's a russian roulette thinking that okay well if i'm looking if they have to be hot what other qualities can i sacrifice to try to get something that i can tolerate or do I just keep trying to uh, and see if I can hit the high score and get the perfect person? But as That's a young impossible. person, you don't think that. And we know that as we're older, that there's no such thing as a perfect person versus, you know, a significant other or ourselves. So it's one of those things that you learn with time. It's like, yo, at 
at now that I'm old, like you like realize that you know what? I just need somebody that is got some common sense that can hold themselves together, that can hold me down when necessary, and you know, freaking the sheets, decent everywhere else. And I'll just roll. I'll roll with you know another seven, or I'll roll. I'll even. I'll even roll, you know, drop down or whatever, whatever, if necessary, if I can just find a quality person that meets up with that. Because so I guess uh, going back to the, the stupid site, since this is fictional, again, trademark uh, <laughs> uh, anyone out there listening to this. Uh, another thing I was thinking about, would you then after every, after the they meet the requirements or, hey, the, they're a match or this is the percentage of the max uh, match, would you then say hey here's a photo or would you just wait until a blind date so you don't really know what the person need to look like just show up here and we'll where i say we'll also say we'll pay for the dinner up to like forty dollars and because you can go to a red lobster and spend easily over forty dollars but hey we're, we're giving you a voucher for this amount and we're filming everything you get nothing of the proceeds just you get free food and possibly your soulmate i mean that's a great deal i think in a sense where i wouldn't necessarily for me um as a person that is a a young working professional that's great in a sense of remember off of a 30 minute hour of my time interview or a questionnaire i'm able to meet people that meet me on a deeper level than just physical I'm already beyond physical uh, physical being a main, I guess, selling point for me. Uh, the website services now allow me to meet people that I'm quote unquote compatible with. Uh, hopefully we can meet on a more in a, you know, intellectual level and it's a free meal. I mean, that's a that's a deal. I mean, even if it was just one of those things that like because of the service, you at least guaranteed two dates a month. Mm hmm. That's that's perfect because you can literally if you keep it casual in the sense of that. OK, let's say I go on the first date. She's cool, but. Physically, she doesn't get my engine going, but like, yo, she loves Game of Thrones. She played lacrosse, too. Um, she even plays like Magic the Gathering or Mario Kart. She's a video game type like, of girl. What? Like, yo, this I, is... I, I guess, I, I mean, in that sense, if you're into, I don't want to say almost everything that I'm into, but uh, we're, if we're clicking on that level, I'll take the five. And, and, and like you said, if, if I'm a solid seven, but, all right, that, well, we can work. It's not even working on anything. It's I'm cool with it. I, I'm, I feel like we're, we're almost out of eye when it comes to physically 10%. Because it's like I, I view it as in a sense of like like the hot girl is like mm, she's hot, but she's always like, why are you playing Xbox or why are you on the PlayStation so much? Spend time with me where this other person may not be as physically appealing as somebody else. She's right there with you. She's, you know, she's the games with you, she's yeah. shooting zombies in the head. She got your back when you're like, yo, here's a health pack. Get back up. You know, you come home, you check, 
you check knee for speed and you see her name on top of yours, it like, oh, oh this is competition. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, that would be great. That that's ideal. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, yeah. And she was like, and she walks past she and like she's like one day she walks past and she just throws the controller in your lap. She's like, step your game up. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? And then you see that, you know, the need for speed uh new new course record and you see her name on top of yours, like, oh, hold up. Like, are you, that's something that you be tight. Like, if she's at home sick, and then she just sends you a screenshot, and then you see the new new score, you're like, "That's my girl. That's my girl right there." Don't worry. That's marriage material. When I come home, I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna wax that ass more ways than one. First on this game though. So like that's something that you know a lot of other people may not necessarily be into, or you may not get when you like focus so solely on the physical. So I think. Those attributes definitely makes up for something that's temporary with the physical anyway, because we're all going to get old, we're all going to get fat. Yeah, so. uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering uh, if Rose, I don't know if she's still dead now from the Titanic, <laughs> Rose and Leonardo DiCaprio, I think that's his last name, uh, in the movie Titanic, right? I'm I'm so upset, man. I'm I'm so upset. I mean, I've seen the movie years ago. It's, I, I I rewatched it recently, and I started thinking because when I first watched it, when it first came out, I seen it in the theaters. But I was young. I, I didn't really understand it, and I seen people in the movie theaters crying and stuff. I didn't get it. I didn't nothing clicked to me. I just in my I'm younger. You watch a movie, okay? I I didn't really understand the point and the concept. But as I get older and I'm going back up through the, the movies that I used to watch, and I was looking at the Titanic, and just being on that cruise ship for that short amount of time, um, and what these two people did, what, what, what they, they, I guess they thought they found true love, because to me that's not true love, where you, you go through all of this stuff with this girl, you know she's she has someone, but yet you're still going out the way to see her, uh. And you're on a crew. You're on a boat. Where else are you gonna hide or run? You're gonna bump into them because it's not that big. But anyway, I, I felt like what Rose did was so cold. Like, <laughs> at the end of the movie, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. Shut but, uh, up, everybody. Pretty sure you did. Uh, I'm, I'm. It's so cold, like. <laughs> Not only the water being cold, but she was cold. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say yes, man. The iceberg is the main character of the movie. We know it's cold. So the the boat goes down, and you guys sink and everything. And you you happen to get on this. Uh, I don't know if it was a door or if it was like a piece of luggage or whatever it was. A raft. They should have got on a raft, but. To me, what that what the what the guy did was selfish. In it anyway, like anywho, um, I'm, as, call, I'm, I'm calling fakey fake fake on uh, you watching Titanic as a kid because that movie's like three hours long. B, I I I was a kid. I think it came out when I was like eight or nine. What? But, I still oh, take a nap during that movie. I'm a adult. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I watch things all the way through. Even if if it's boring to me, uh, all right, um, it's not my. I'm not I'm not interested in. But if it's it didn't if, catch if my attention right off the bat, but when they got you, up to the scene when they have a sex in the car, when you're, you're younger, like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm focused. What's going on here? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> yeah. 
So I felt like her being on that door or whatever it was, she didn't have to let him die in that water. It's crazy because to me that's kind of scary. We're in the water, you're on the on the door, and you watch me die. Well, you could have just said, "Hey, let me get in the water now." You know, you sit up here, and uh, I guess you would have. They both would have died. I guess if that would have happened because it's hypothermia. So I, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah, I'm still pissed off because you watch him <laughs> die. It's like he's holding on. You hear you hear his last breath, and you're just looking like, oh, damn. <laughs> hey, Chris Brown said it best, man. Right. What did he say? These hoes ain't looking. <laughs> <laughs> These hoes. <laughs> After all we've been through? Yeah. And, and you know, you're, uh, I don't know if it was, no, it definitely wasn't her father. But uh, whoever the guy that she was with, Man, set him up with the the little that medallion. I don't. I, it's not a medallion. What? Well, how? Whatever that diamond was worth. I would have been. I'm. I'm still pissed off at her too. <laughs> Yo, she is a man. I'm so mad because after all of that, they went to all of this to contact her to say, "Hey, we found. Uh, not they didn't even find it yet, but we found a ship. We've been looking around and blah blah blah. And they find this and they give it to you. Hey." This is what we located. Millions of dollars in diamonds or whatever it is. And you throw it back in the water after all that effort. <laughs> oh, man. Like I said, I was going back through these movies like, what the hell? Hey. How could you? Hey. I'm upset. She didn't really love him like that. Well, she, well if he, he went through all the trouble he went through. And, and like back then, love back then to what it is today is you can't compare the two. Well, I mean, it's a good and a bad thing. I think uh, the the bad thing for them was the people that you fell in love with live in the same block because there was no internet, so yeah. you have to physically see them and talk to them in order for them to fall in love. You weren't traveling. You weren't traveling to go to school, like college and stuff like that. Is that Within this city, or half a city, because even where I'm at now, if it's not on, if it's not on the south side, well, I'm not there. Explore. Get out and explore. You, but there's really no reason. Like you have to think about it in the sense that if they didn't have cars like that, I if I lived in downtown where I, I stayed for a while, so like, all right, so I know all the people downtown on the south side. We go to the south side because that's where I went to school. I may go to the west side because that's where the Walmart is, but between that, I can do all my, I can do everything I need. I can go to the mall. I can go to the uh, go to Walmart. I don't have to. I don't need to go to the east side. I don't need. To, definitely don't need to go to the north side. Uh, so that's the only world that I know. So the only women that I would date would be in the particular demographic, right so there. You, do you think that's why uh, a lot of people back then was marrying? Your high school sweethearts and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's like, all right, you you only have th- two options, maybe three. Either you're gonna stick it out and work with the dude that you got now, or you're gonna date Fred, and then that's it. Because everybody else is spoken for. That's insane. Because I, I, I at least even as I was a kid, you, you do go on vacations and stuff like that. I mean, it back then they had phones. Well, not well. They had phones then also, but back then they had phones. So you, there was some form of communication. Hey, 
We we linked up. We had fun the last time. Here's my number, Becky. Or here's my number, Scott. There you go. And you, you link up or whatever the case would be. But you still have access to other things, just like Pen Pal. Well, that's kind of different because... But the thing about it is, is that like their, their appetite for gratification was different. It's one of those things that like if writing someone was the only form of communication that remember they're doing a week at a time so you live your life for seven days you compile it into a letter you send it it takes like three days to get to or four days to get to somebody that you written them they have now experienced 12 days they write it they send it back to you so you're always living your life in the slower motion where it can be stretched and appreciated and other things can develop. They're not clingy. They're not yeah. <laughs> because it's it's hard it's hard to be clingy in a in a pen pal letter. Yeah. Right? When it takes two weeks for a, a text back. And yeah, but it, I look, well again we have well back then they had phones, so I, I can just sit on the phone. But well, here's the thing back then they could have had minutes and stuff like that. Yeah, they could have had the public line where all everybody's phone on the block my granddad used to explain that i think it's called the party line sorry it's like the party line where everybody's phone on the block is connected so that if you wanted to make you can make a call but if i were to pick up my phone you can listen someone else can listen to the conversation yeah somebody else can listen to the conversation what yeah so i mean it's one of those things that you can't be really talking to Susie like that when Rick get on, he can talk sex sexy to Susie. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't be telling you can't be telling you you can't be telling Susie about your pinto. Uh, and then you know Rick comes on. He's like, "Yo, I got a I got a, a Hemi charger in mine. Leave, leave, uh, leave D and get with a real man." <laughs> and she like, "Oh wait, I do like the way your voice sound on the." I was gonna take the train to Co C D, but if you can pick me up in your charger with a Hemi, oh, I, oh, man. maybe you can take me to the picture show. And the next thing you know, you just lost your girl to Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and if you lost your girl to Rick like that, you ain't she get, wasn't she ain't, what for you anyway. And you know how they say about Rick, he, he don't give back. <laughs> Pretty Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean it's one of those things that I think they um they they worked at what they had because that's all that they had, and they didn't have a concept, or they didn't have, excuse me, didn't have access to the outside world that we do. Because I think now, like, uh, with, like, Instagram um, and stuff like that, if, you're, if your money's right, it's, like, it's literally, you can, you can find either your soulmate or you can at least rent her. Because it's one of those things that, like, I personally feel that there's multiple soulmates for everybody. It's not just one because I think if you were to live in England and that's all you that you could have access to, eventually the numbers and population itself, there's like a couple billion people here that you have come across somebody that at least checked most of your boxes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know what? This is my soulmate. We click on all these different levels. We worked on the levels that we didn't. I can't find anybody better. And then if you were to take that same person, put them in America, give them enough time, they're going to come across somebody that checks most of their boxes or even more and be like, you know what? I, 
you checked all my boxes. We worked on the stuff that didn't check. Mm-hmm. I can't find anybody better. Wait a minute. So you said you you feel we have multiple soulmates, correct? Yeah, yes, because so what would you say? I wouldn't call you a polygamist or anything. Where if you were able to get both of them together, what yeah. happens? You would definitely want to marry both of them if they were cool with it. Because remember, like you got to take the fact that let's say if there's ten things that need to happen for you to be be in love, and you find somebody that does eight or nine or whatever is your threshold that says, mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna keep you around, and you know you spend enough time, they meet your family, you you know you know families meet, you know one person gets real down or sick or loses a job. The other person holds them down. So like, you know, you're my dog down. You're my, like, you're my best friend. And now you're clicking. You're like, it's just like you have with best friends. You're my best friend. You see me at my worst. I've seen you at your worst. We've been good now. We're, we're doing better. This is amazing. I'm going to keep you around forever. You're a true person that I love. Mm-hmm. And then you take that same, if you take that same person that said that, Move them to America, the numbers and population on this earth is great enough, is vast enough that you'll find another person just like the person you had in situation A, where you guys click, you guys say the same, you like the same books, you like the same music, you like you dress the same, mm-hmm. you your views on life and, and and politics are the same. They they have a sex appeal that it works for you, and then you're like. You're wonderful. You do everything or you everything I could hope for. Why would I throw you away? I want to keep you around forever. If you go through the ups and downs and they, they stand strong beside you and they don't flake. You, oh, man. Oh, you, my God. Oh. You're a real one. You're a real friend. You've been down for me. I've been down for you. You're my I love you. That So now you're literally faced with two people that you can generally love and have no reason to get away from because everything's on the up and up. Everything works. Now getting both of them to agree with, you know, oh, sharing man. you, that's a whole nother podcast in uh, itself. I'm kind of curious. I don't know. That may, that may be one for another podcast. That's another, just for another day. But yeah. So <laughs> that is my theory on how, yes, we can have multiple soul makes. I think it's just takes, to be in the just being a different place with enough time, so yeah, I don't think it's just one person on this earth that uh, that's made or meant for you. I think you just kind of just have to just find it and work with what the the area that you got, well, which what? yeah, which makes it harder for us because like between Instagram and Snapchat and stuff like that, I I wish I can like if we can come back into this world. I know Sheik's. And these Arabian dudes have to be cleaning up because they got enough money where they can just like they just find girls on Instagram and be like, yo, just slide in the DM and be like, what's your price? Because I got this old money and it gets bigger by the day. So that's, I, that's something that's I don't want to say that's ever going to go away. But, but I, I know they are going to be shopping for girls like I shop for clothes at Target. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, this one look a little be- uh, bruised on the leg. Next, yeah, because I mean, because yeah, I think the internet, like I said, with with modern relationships like that and technology, it's it's the devil. Man. I think uh, now we're uh, looking at more instant gratification with all, all of the technology and how we communicate. It's mm-hmm. like 
If I text you now, I want you to respond within. I'm. What's a reasonable amount of time to respond to a text or someone that some? I mean, it's different if it's like three o'clock in the morning. Everyone, that's the normal time that people sleep. I'm not expecting instant gratification, but throughout the day, and you know, the person typically has their phone on you. What's the average respond time? Um. What stage are we in in this relationship? Like, or is it like uh, we met? Just in general, it doesn't even have to be a relationship. It can just well, no, be like it, just, just talking friends. It's it's different. If we're like if we're like if it's like two guys like and we're like we're just homeboys like you know we play basketball together whatever whatever. I can text you and you don't have to hit me back for hours because I'm not in my feelings. Like you can be like oh. I was I was at work or I was at the DMV or whatever or I was messing with some other girl and I'm like oh all right whatever and you just hit me back when you hit me back um I think if we like if I met a girl at the bar or whatever and it's like we we, we had a great night we changed numbers and then I hit you back the next day let's say in the afternoon or whatever I think at that early stage you got like almost like an hour and a half, two hour window. Because in the sense that like you gotta play it cool. You can't be coming off too strong. Maybe she's at work. We don't know necessarily what she does or how complicated it is. Yeah. So you kind of put a good two hour buffer between text and hopefully go from there. I okay, think I think I just found something. Now, it says for uh, the average respond time uh, for a text message from a client is typically one hour. Uh, bosses, bosses usually expects it from between 15 minutes to an hour. A colleague, 15 minutes. A family member is an hour. Friend is an hour. Romantic partner. You want to know what this number says? Five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes. That, that's like me. Uh, we at the bar. We we're, we're drinking it. Every up, song shot, shot, shots. Oh, five minutes. Oh, she's taking. Uh, let me respond. 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 That that's no fun to me. And that's just text messages. Now, when it comes to emails, it's a little different. So maybe I should go back to the email category because they don't know when you read the message or not. Because that that well, you can't really tell what text messages either but anyway uh for clients it's four hours on the Bosses, iphone you can it's an hour colleagues is an hour family members is between one and four hours a friend 24 hours and again this is email romantic partner four hours <laughs> so i can be drinking 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 pass out drunk and just she sent me something at 1201 all right, I got into about four, and then call it a day. And then voicemails for a romantic partner is an hour. So if you leave me a voice message saying, "Hey, call me, baby," an hour. That's that's the world that we live in, man. That that's I feel like that's instant gratification. Hey, that's nuts. It's nuts. I can buy anything on Amazon. I can buy probably buy a goat, and it'll be here. What's it'll be here Saturday afternoon, two days shipping, baby. <laughs> and don't let me and don't let me uh, do next day. So I mean, if we can get if we can get all of our groceries delivered in an hour with the fresh produce type stuff, we just live in this world where like, remember, remember Napster, where you get to start a download at night, 
and then go to sleep, and then when you wake up, you get the song or the album that you want. Pull it from everyone, yeah. But yeah, so that's the world that we used to live in. Our internet used to make noise when it starts up. Now, to the only computer you need is your phone. So I mean, yeah, I miss those days though. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you think about it, I mean, I know back then I had fun because you you had AOL. I didn't. I think I had AOL. Oh, I got or at least everybody AOL. wanted to, at least, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had AOL. It's like Netscape or something, or like Net Zero. Yahoo yeah. back then was on point. I felt like they was. Yep. And, but we, I don't think they was really big on security back then either. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember their message platform, too. I mean, every to me back then, it was like, man, everything looks great. You're doing this, you're doing that. And all of a sudden, hackers? What the heck are these hackers? What do they do? But remember that developer you uh, you hired? Well, he went rogue and uh, he's exploiting you. <laughs> but, but I think the only thing that makes a developer go rogue is if you screw him over. It's different if you guys have an agreement and you guys are agreeing. Or it, even if you have a disagreement, you're able to work past it. But screwing over a developer, it's like it doesn't make sense. You know what that the develop helped you build whatever it is. If For example, if he helped you build it from scratch. And he get everything in the production and you're using it in a live environment. You don't think that developer know what he did and has copies of the code that he created for you? Come on now. Yeah, he definitely has that on his personal server, even if it was just for testing. So he can definitely go back and uh, get all of that. But, but, but I digress. Getting back to these movies. Uh, uh, so have you seen anything lately? Cause I um, I you know I go every Tuesday, so I'm up and up on the new stuff. What was um, the last movie you seen in the theater? The what, was last, the, what was the last movie you seen in theaters? I'm not gonna lie, man. Um, I've been using that Fire Stick, man. <laughs> and uh, my yeah. whole you say my living room's a theater. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of changed my I, I mean, it changed my life, but it's not. I don't have a need to go to the movie theater anymore. I mean, I I, I it's nice to get out of the house and go to the movie theater, and actually take your significant other or whatever it is just to get out of the house but sometimes i don't feel like a lot of these movies are worth it it's not worth me spending what is it over 30 dollars because i like to go to the alamo now but uh when i go to the alamo because you're not only spending money for the movie which is uh you're not i'm not going at the matinee so i'm spending premium prices (laughs) and uh after the premium prices you get in and you're doing a dinner in a movie? Oh, man. The, the, those dinners kind of kill you. But I do like the unlimited popcorn, though. But <laughs> <laughs> I can go up to Hanker's now for that and then enjoy VIP. But that's just me. Oh, no, no, no. Don't don't you ever say what? the Alamo and the... Uh, the uh, what's that? Uh, Lightersburg? Lightersburg. Hey, Lightersburg's some trash. What? <laughs> Yo, oh, oh my God! You, feel, you, you and my, you and my father love that shaky, shasty ass theater where it's like everything's on one level. Like you're watching a drive-through. All right, the popcorn well, com, the popcorn combination value is legit. Where you have the popcorn, the two candies, and the soda for like twenty dollars, fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's an amazing deal. VIP is also good where you're able to choose your seat. Uh, beforehand, and you have like the chairs that kind of lounge back, yeah. which I think is too good because I want to watch the movie, not take a damn nap. No, you're not taking. You can lay back while you watch no. this wonderful movie. Like but here's the, the thing: the but you. Of black <laughs> <or gray or whatever. laughs> 
<laughs> but I hate the fact that they have the hallway right in the middle, so you can't be dead on the screen. Yeah. And the fact that there's not uh, stadium seating, so like you're like the screen's up high, you're way down low, like you're watching like a drive-through type of thing. Yeah. I just can't fuck with that. And the fact that their sound system is like two monkeys with cymbals. <laughs> <laughs> Going boom, <laughs> crash, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I didn't look at it that way. Yeah, no. So, but like the Alamo crazy stadium seating, like it doesn't matter if Shaq sits in front of you, you can sit, um, uh, you can see above them. But I like to li- lift my legs, like just sitting here. I'm but they have the little foot rail. They have yeah, the little but, foot rail. But that's only in certain sections. Okay, and if you're not, we're not the tallest, so our feet can hit the foot rail, so we can't stretch out. <laughs> the fact that you never have to get up to get popcorn or soda refills, people bring that to you. That popcorn salt is A1. The fact that you can get more popcorn and soda and nobody, it brings it to you while you and watch you just it. Turn this over. Yo, and they 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 supposed to know. Yeah, and they're pretty good. They're pretty good with it. I mean, and the sound system's crazy. Unlimited popcorn, like yo, Alamo is legit. I wish there was unlimited popcorn. I wish there was one closer to me. I would be there all the time. But that's only about an hour. Is it it an hour? Yeah, I ain't Uh, driving an hour. It's like fifteen twenty. Yeah, you're halfway. So I'm like, yo, I can't do that. Plus, I got mad regal points, like ridiculous, like thirty something thousand. Oh yeah, yeah. So you you can yeah. Yeah, so I get free stuff from the regal all the time. I'm about to collect, you know. But we're getting off the tangent. So the last one, what was the last movie seen on the fire stick? Then what was the last Um, one? I don't know. Um, I I recently uh, seen uh, Mr. Church. Uh, with Eddie Murphy, uh, there was one I started watching with Denzel. It's called Fence. I didn't. I, I've seen that Fence, and uh, I, I think I watched the first twenty minutes, and I was like, uh, I, I can kind of get the gist of the movie just by these first twenty minutes. It makes sense. Uh, Denzel's movies is typically great for me, so I, I usually enjoy watching them. But uh, so far, after the twenty minutes, I was like, uh, I kind of see where this is going. I just want to see it unfold. I, I wasn't really thrilled about it, but Mr. Church with Eddie Murphy, um, I, to me, this is one of his first serious roles, and uh, uh, just watching him do uh, what he was doing, I, I thought was pretty good, um, and how he played his character. He, I think he played his character pretty well, and how uh, everything came out. So I, I, my hat goes off to him because we normally uh, look to Eddie Murphy for. Um, comedy and for this to be a serious role and him not uh executive produce or write anything i thought was phenomenal because uh most of the people especially like the movies like uh beverly hills cops and stuff some of them he had some say in it and uh had his leg to say hey i feel like we should do it this way or we should do it that way or i've done movies too so you have to take my input where he was just the actor which to me i kind of like Sometimes takes that passenger role because one he hasn't been doing it for a while either, so that that's something in itself. But that's just the way I feel. I feel like he really played. Yeah, you gotta watch it, man. Oh yeah, I, I, I definitely said. Ta- tell you, I mean, just, just the gist of it. I, I think it's in the in the trailer also. Uh, in the trailer, he, and when it starts, it just shows how he helps get things done. And you never know his backstory until the end. It's like, oh, I didn't know you did that. Okay. Uh, I have seen Fences. 
Uh, I won't spoil it for you. Uh, it's definitely different. Um, Did someone die? Do you want to know if somebody died? No, I would just yeah. Just I was, want to see if you're gonna give the spoiler. Nah, nah I won't spoil <laughs> it. I hate people who spoil, so I, I I'm never one of those. But uh, but yeah, Fences was definitely something different. Uh, Fences Denzel, he definitely did a good job. It may not be in a way that you typically would associate Denzel in doing a good job, but if you understand acting uh, and what it means to be a good actor, actress, actor, or just calling them actors as I think 2017 dictates, you'll appreciate what he did and his character in the movie. Um, definitely weird. Um, to save you some time, Fences is a play and then they turned it into a movie. Oh, okay, I didn't even know that. So that's that that will save you some heartache. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, yo, what is going on here? And then you realize, oh, okay, it's a play. So that makes sense. So that's all I'm going to give you for that. Uh, another movie that I've seen recently, my last movie I've seen in the theater was Hidden Figures. Is that the one with uh, the, the female? Will Smith? No, 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 no. Will no. Smith. I, I think Will Smith came out with a movie or something similar to. Oh, it's like the like the the love joint. Yeah, where he's hey, the, I, the different I, people. I've seen it briefly. That, that's uh, what I asked. No, no, no. Hidden Figures is about the the female black female scientist. Oh, okay. And go with the astronaut in outer space, and it was so crazy. A, the movie's fantastic. I'm not one to usually watch like a, a PG or a barely like a PG thirteen. I'm more of a like. I'm more wanting something with some edge onto it. Uh, but the fact that this movie was PG, so everybody could watch it. Um, I slept on it. I didn't see it right away when I should have. And when I did go see it, A, there's a ton of old white people there, which kind of freaked me out. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Because I know, if you know anything about the movie, it's about these black women having to deal with you know uh, sexism, racism in a time yeah. uh, that was very prompted. And I just thought these white people wanted to like go and watch a movie and reminisce on the good old days. And I was like, oh, yes, when black people knew their place. But no, it was. I think they were actually genuinely intrigued about the story. The story was great about these three women who were just educated you know, making away from themselves and their families. And the fact that it took a thousand something years for us to realize these women, they just now getting like their credit to where they're due and not just say in the movie form, but like in real life, like they like a statue or a building was named after them or like they, the, they didn't recognize how powful or what they knew um, and how to get people into space and everything. like Yeah. That. Like, yeah, there's no TI 83s. There's no, you know, computers or anything like that. They're like literally chalk and chalkboard and you're checking other people's math and doing mental math in a sense uh, that like these women were cranking out these equations like crazy. And the fact that, you know, you know, separate, uh, separate but equal bathrooms are still in effect, you know, people trying to just. Be thankful you have a job. Yeah, that type of mentality. Because if With, they didn't do, I, I feel like I haven't seen it yet. But just watching the, the some, yeah, and the, the, uh, stuff. I, one degree off can just can sing you forever gone. in the space. Yeah, you're and, just and dead. That's it. You're gone. Like and how they were able to figure out to me that's amazing. Yeah, and it's like I couldn't do that with all the technology I have right now, and they were doing it with like a piece of chalk. So amazing. I mean, yeah, and just the fact that like. They're just now getting recognition. And like I said before, in 2016, it's just like crazy. 
the fact that their stories just now being told, we're not teaching these people or not teaching the youth about these women uh, in school because I've never knew anything about them growing up. I've read tons of books about other you know famous black people, but I never read anything about them growing up. So I think it's very important for just our, our the women that's coming up, no matter what the color is, to see how powerful they can be, and for black people to see you know we are out doing crazy great stuff not only now but in the past which we kind of already know but it's good to see you know black girl magic if you want to say uh out and about so i highly recommend uh hidden figures uh fences was tight too but definitely 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 hidden figures is definitely a good movie oh uh, i'll take a look at that i mean i do know um that just watching some of the because I like watching interviews. And one of the ones, I think Pharrell did one. And uh, I think he also uh, did a lot of executive producing on the music for this one. If, I, if I'm... Yeah, yeah. He it. was... Uh, I want to say he did, I think, almost if about like 90%, if not all of the music. And, you know, he does like... what well, He has a little Pharrell vibe to it. So I think if you uh, remember like the Girl album where like Happy was on and some other stuff like that. It kind of has a, a kind of a, a, a unique, uh, a unique Pharrell vibe that only he can do throughout the movie. So it, it was good. Like I said, solid movie. Definitely recommend. Sounds like one I actually need to watch because um, the stuff I've been watching lately. Woof. Uh, well, have you seen a uh, NWA? Uh, yes, I did. I have a chance. So I want to say I saw NWA in theaters as well too. So yeah. How, how did you feel about that movie? Um, it was good. It was good in a sense that like I kind of had an understanding of how NWA came about or what it was, and I kind of have an understanding of why it broke up. But it definitely filled a lot of gaps and cleared up some misunderstanding, like just being how. Uh, just being two people being able to know each other they're all kind of friends how Dre aspect of uh, coming into the mix um, and producing the beats they failed to give Ice Cube the credit uh, in the sense in the movie yeah that I felt that he deserved he was writing a lot of raps for other people uh, and then when they broke up and they were having beef between uh Ice Cube and NWA and stuff like that. Um, it was definitely just, you know, just being able to see how the manager was definitely like trying to give people different percentages. Uh, I mean, it's just all stuff that was very, just being in love with the music and the culture and just love seeing that come about. Uh, sucks what happened, what he did, like with the Easy e um, and his aspect of it and Suge Knight. Oh my God! What yeah. happened in the studio? Yeah, like, did you think he shot him up with AIDS? Like, because you don't see him fight, you see like you get a confrontation. Yeah, he gets beat up. Yeah, and then it's just like goes to black. Like, you know, who knows? He could have hit him with a, a needle. Yeah, and and you would never know exactly because he didn't want to. And, and it never showed. It, it never really went into detail. If he actually did sign him off or sign the rights off, or if he just get beat up because if you. You beat me up. I'm still not signing off the rights. It still goes to my estate or whatever it is or management. So you still wouldn't get it. I think it's one of those things that like the check was coming to death row, but you would never get the check. And he would just sign your name off on the royalties and then cash the check. But 
seeing how Snoop Dogg came into the picture was, you know, cool. Um, I think I'm if they would have did it right, they would have moved and did a Snoop Dogg like movie uh, as well. I think that would have been cool. That Snoop Dogg, a dog pound, Nate to Dogg. start seeing like their own timeline. Yeah, and then I, going into the big thing. Yeah, I think that would have been good. There's a Biggie Smalls already joint out. If they could have like combined and did like the Snoop Dogg aspect of it, and then do like a East Coast West Coast type of movie. To see what how how each one was going, what they were going through at each time, and then yeah, watch how the past crossed. Like I, I like stuff like yeah, you don't get to see it often. Yeah, uh, they could have they could have took that whole concept and did like three other movies and we I would have been there for like for all of them and I thought that would have been real sweet um definitely because I mean there's other groups that I definitely want like Wu-Tang is somebody that I would love to see I know Nas is about to come out with the movie um I think all these people that like are icons and uh, the hip hop have a culture or uh, excuse me has a background that's very interesting to see exactly how yeah. They they came about and I feel it. like it their their presence was uh there was a huge impact on the culture of hip hop in itself. And uh I I love hip hop down to the core. Well, I grew up around it. And watching how being able to watch how NWA came about to me in itself was amazing. Um watching how they went from nothing as all boys were just kicking it at home we have we have all this stuff we have talent let's go ahead and do something with it instead of being out in the streets or doing this doing that and it it worked no one expected it for it to pop off the way it did to to me for for me to see that i thought that was an amazing in itself because when you're young i think they were like 19 20 whatever age they were when they started they, they weren't looking at the 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 business aspect it was like hey this is something we love doing uh, now, how do, do we profit off of it? We have no idea. No, no one has contracts. And then uh, after Easy E found a, a management, it was like, hey, we, we need to make them sign contracts or you know, to get them to do this. Because now you're trying to become profitable and not really give them what they feel like they deserve. Like now, I feel like publishing is a huge thing. People don't uh, that people are starting to take to owning your masters is something people are starting to learn more about through watching these movies and watch how. Uh, how some of the the previous artists that was up and coming, how they got ripped off from the label, TLC, perfect one, yeah, ripped off from the label or uh, New Edition. I, I don't want to say they got ripped off from the label, but New Edition, well, by, and I'll talk about that in a minute. New Edition, uh, they made they could have made so much more money on the road, uh, doing what they just doing what they love doing, versus everyone having their own tour bus. Because I, I don't understand how you go on tour and because uh, I've been watching interviews, uh, they, they went on tour and after at the end of the tour, you don't have a dollar to really show for it because you, you, you're paying to go from this place to this place to this place instead of get everyone get on a tour bus. Hey, we're going to all make this done. Call it a day. They, they uh, well, with I don't know if you watched it yet. But uh, new edition. Uh, when when I was uh, looking them up, they did a special on BET recently. Excuse me. And uh, it was like a three day, a three day special, and 
it shows the the back line uh the back round of new edition and how they came about and what uh bobby did and each of the members and i i, I never knew until i i started watching bbd was like three people of the new edition i never knew that on this, i've been on this earth x amount of years was like wait a minute what oh man because they, they they started feeling like uh after they after bobby the group constantly fights and throughout the uh, at the movie it shows how how often they fought and how they weren't able to get along at all so how they were able to put shows together to me was amazing how how do you do shows and do choreography with people that you don't get along with groupie love crazy uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's amazing and then i think one one of the tours that they did uh since bobby was in his feelings they they didn't even get the practice the, the group practice but him so they had to formulate their uh routines around bobby not knowing what the heck he's doing and to <laughs> me that that's hard in itself so uh, I, I say that to say this. I, I, I like to see more of these backstories uh, with, with the up uh, with the old groups, uh, at least that I grew up with. I always wanted to know their timeline because not it's not like now where you, we can watch what these new rappers and or artists are doing and see how they're spending the money that they made. And, and to me, it's amazing in itself because I'm pretty sure a lot of the deals that they're getting now, it, it's not just distribution deals where I keep all my rights and. You just go ahead and push. You get a percentage of this. No, we want everything, and we pay you what we feel we pay you. You want to sign this contract? Sound good? And I, I think I honestly think that's how they go about business these days, which is crazy in itself. But uh, I, I wanted to also talk about briefly about uh, how Bad Boy was started. Okay. And that then that goes back to the other movie, uh, the Notorious movie. Mm-hmm. Like watching how Diddy started back then. You would have never thought Diddy did what he did. I mean, it, it, he, if if you look at it now, looking back, he kind of set the pl- the blueprint on what you should do when you have up and coming talent, or uh, if you're trying to do something music wise. Hit the youth. Why not go to these college campuses and do a, a show for five hundred dollars or whatever it is? And you hit these these campuses. You you, you cycle your music. Through colleges, well, what hap- well, what's the worst that can happen? Uh, at being at these college campuses, uh, you you actually have more access than you think you do. Because if you're hitting them at a college level, they're going to grow up with you. Exactly. So if, you, if you're their favorite for the next 10 years, that's great. Because now you look at longevity. On the flip side, you're a kid riding with your parents. What are you listening to? The music that they was listening to in their youth. So now you you kind of have that culture kind of growing and constantly referencing back to, hey, this is the music I listen to. And then the kids listen to it. So now when they're in different places, yeah, I heard that before, but you're only such and such age. I know. I I, I can tell you word for word. And then spitting a a, a biggie verse, da 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 To me, it's amazing in itself. So I I, 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 really, I really like seeing the backstories on how everything came together. And I think I also saw one with Little Kim. I think that was like a 45 uh, an hour special on BET. I was like, oh, I, I never knew she was homeless and lived out of a car. 
I never knew that. Yeah, but now they need to do a special Lil' Kim the breakdown how she went and lost her damn mind. Well, after Big, yeah, well, it kind of briefly touches on that because uh, after Biggie died, that that was a huge thing for her. It, it was huge. Like I'm surprised Biggie didn't marry her after looking at her special. But I guess you don't want to mix business and pleasure. It's too late. You already done that. <laughs> and then uh, kind of forced her to have a an abortion. To me, that was nuts in itself. Saying, "Hey, you need to." Handle this. Mm-hmm. What? How you tell the female you better have an abortion because it's not good for business right now? Let me tell. It's not good for your business. Oh man, yeah, just man. And but you you was able to have one with faith. How how does that work? Favorite. I mean, and you and you had a kid before then anyway, but you have one with faith, and then when Kim gets pregnant, hey, you need to lose that. What? Hey. The difference between, uh, uh, I guess, in his eyes, a 10 and a 5. So. That's nuts. And she was ready to roll. Uh, she was ready to die for him and yep. everything. But uh, I, I really liked seeing the, the artists that I grew up with, their backstory and the struggles that they went through. Uh, it's basically to say, hey, you can make it. Just time will tell. Just keep pushing. I, I really agree with that a lot. A lot. Uh, man, you just don't know. But going from Bad Boy, um, the 90s to me had a huge impact on the hip-hop industry. Because uh, like, to tie things back in, Martin was a, a thing of our time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the show Martin was a thing of our time. Uh, when music came out, the first thing that they wanted to do as everything is as they're, they're torn and stuff, Hey, let's go on Martin. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because Martin was such a hit and it was so impactful. If you go back and start looking at some of the episodes, Biggie was on Martin. Biggie was on Martin for a reason. Kid and Play was on Martin. They're on Martin for a reason. Like the music back then and how impactful it was, everything plays a hand. So one hand washed the other. Hey, you make an appearance here. This show is constantly going to be going, just like your music. It's constantly going to be out there. So why not do stuff like that? Like I feel like our generation, uh, I don't want to say our generation, generation now, they don't incorporate the music that's going on now into TV shows besides like hip-hop or whatever it is. To me, that's garbage, uh, reality TV, fake reality TV. Yeah, it was like entertainment. It, I think what you're describing between like hip hop and TV shows, the way that like Biggie Smalls or Kid and Play was on Martin, was the original crossover record in the sense of if if I have my fans in the rap world and all they know is rap and me, if I say, hey, I'm going on DJ's show uh, if I make an appearance, make sure you turn into Channel or Fox or whatever at six o'clock on the seventh. I'm gonna be on DJ show. Your boys make you know, you know, come support and blah blah blah. It takes my fans and takes new eyes on your product. And it's the TV show or vice versa. If you know people, all they do is watch Martin and they're watching Martin, and then this new guy comes on. And he just starts rapping at the coffee shop. 
I'm like, oh, what is this dude's good? And he's like, what do you call yourself? Oh, I'm Notorious B.I.G. And then you're like, yo, this is crazy. And then I'm you're talking to some more. Yeah, you're like, you're asking people, yo, did you watch Martin? And this dude was spitting. Like, yo, that'd be crazy if he was a real rapper. And this, people were like, he, he is, is a real, a real rapper. rapper. <laughs> and you're like, what? And then you're like, and then you make that cross, that connection. And, you know, that's something that's, like I said, it's the first crossover record. The same way you do, like, when, you know, Kanye West does a, a feature on somebody that's crazy in the UK, like American Girl, mm-hmm. uh, or oh, excuse me, Amer- American Boy. I know what you was talking about. Yeah, like that. That to me, I, I like that record a lot. I'm surprised it didn't go. It wasn't out there like it was supposed to. Or maybe, maybe it wasn't out there in the sense of the United States. Maybe it was crazy over in where she's from. Maybe she yeah. had, yeah, maybe she had that, you know, that Britney Spears or whatever that was hot at the time type of public, uh, you know, publication and stuff going on over there. So it got more spins. Who knows? Did they turn it into a techno, techno piece? I have no idea, but that's more of the flavor that they're into. So it could have got the spins that was necessary. But like I said before, you're now opening up Kanye West to a whole different, different market. Yeah, different he market. Ready. They, uh, he wasn't hitting anyway yeah so, yeah he well, was not do like a crossover it, yeah so and you know he did kill this verse and, and that aspect of it so i mean yeah so we kind of have that now in a sense but i definitely feel you we're not incorporating with tv in the same manner because i don't know i don't think tv as is as important as it, it was back then like we don't gather and watch tv shows together as a family we may watch the same show but it's going to be, you know, mom may watch it on the TV. I'm going to watch it on the train to work. Other people may just watch it. You so know? everyone isn't on the same uh, playing field anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we may be able to, you know, you may watch it on Monday. I may catch up on, you know, Wednesday. Somebody may catch it up on, you know, uh, Sunday right before Monday. So it's like, you know, we're still watching it, but we always have to check. Have you seen the latest, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, hurry up and watch it so we can talk about it. So, well, okay. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but another thing that uh, they don't do anymore is really soundtracks. No, and not. That, that, that kind of hurts. Uh, like, I don't want to say it hurts. I, I, I'm, I'm a little salty about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, because you, you're thinking about Boomerang or. Uh, uh, like, but you got. You uh, have what bo- was the bodyguard? The uh, bodyguard was like one of the crazy. Boomerang. There's a uh, Soul Food. The, yeah, uh, Soul Food the, was a good. There was also, uh, oh my God, uh, something would it be? B B B B B Ghostbusters. Like Go- Ghostbusters had a good soundtrack. They had a good sound. Like uh, Bobby Brown made a song just for it. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Like and, and like how they were able to do that, and then I think uh, Ninjas had one. Oh uh, yeah, the, yeah, Ninja, Ninja Turtle. The, yeah, yeah, like Teenage wow, Mutant Ice, Ice Baby, and then and the way yeah. how they was able to work that out. We don't do that anymore, and to me, I feel like that that kind of hurts because now I want this song, and it, it, let, let's say I'm looking for a song. Oh, it's on this soundtrack. Let me watch the movie to see where it comes in at, and so to, to watch how they they play into it because it's not just all in credits. You have to have some kind of audio going on in the background while movies are playing. Yeah. You can't just. I don't, I, man. To be honest, I don't think anybody really does. I think the only the only thing that's modern. Uh, to be crazy enough was the Fifty Shades of Grey, in the sense that like the weekend killed that. Uh, the the first one. Yeah, like his joint, it just it fits it to a T. 
he just has that that cloudy vibe to him anyway, that Michael Jackson type uh, yeah. vibe. And it just worked. Like, you could have made a better song uh, for the movie. But I, I don't know. I disagree. I, I think Maxwell could have got on it and did the, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. See, loving basketball. See how, how you're able to make the connection. Love yeah. it. That was on Loving Basketball. And I okay. think they had a soundtrack to also. Yeah. But okay. you, you, yeah, you're yeah, making yeah, different yeah, connections. Yeah. Okay. Why Max- aren't they doing this anymore? Maxwell, yeah. Because here's the thing. Records don't sell like that. Like. Like okay, I want that one single, and here's my dollar thirty for it. Give me the single, and then that's it. Or it's like streaming and stuff like that. So it's just kind of like nobody's necessarily just buying records uh, or CDs in a sense because our, our whole method, like I said before, just like we're dating and just like we're used to swipes now. Like we 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 don't talk. Show me some pictures. I'll swipe, and then. We'll go from there. And it's like, don't give me an album. I'll just listen to the singles and then I'll pay you what I want for the singles. And then that's it. And streaming gets you a little bit of money if people love your album. But then again, now I can take the best of what you have and then just kind of like just a la carte your whole things so where you used to be getting, let's just say, four dollars from a ten dollar sale or something you're getting like four cents now for streaming or whatever uh and i kind of wanted to well i mean we don't have to do this now well i'm i probably got to do some research too but uh, i think streaming is kind of like a a, i don't want to say a ripoff but there's no way to judge how much you make off a stream if you really think about it i think they have some type of like uh, dollar amount where it's like point you know zero zero three percent or three cents per stream so you're not like you have like somebody has to listen to your album or your song like 10 times before you make you know a cent and to me that's ridiculous because a stream but, it's a lot different like i said we don't have to get into it now it's just because like, i mean because it's, it, it's it's but it's kind of a weird thing too where like it ain't nothing for people to buy, you know, four cell phones and put your album on, put their album on, and just stream it back to back. I can, I like, if if Drake wanted to, he could buy four cell phones, put his new album on, tell it to repeat, and then just hit play. Turn the volume down. Hook it up to a charger, and now his song is playing over and over and over and over and over. You don't and think that they? You don't think they would get hip to that? Well, I'm pretty sure they can be doing it now. It can be farms of people just doing this or whatever it is, or I, robots. And I don't want to say ro- robots in the sense of actual robots, but you can run scripts to constantly do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. But, but yeah, but. What's the difference between if I love Drake and when I wake up, I have a playlist of different Drake songs and I play it. If I listen to, like, for example, I love Controller. Yeah. Um, I can definitely listen to it every Friday. I can probably listen to it once a day. So... 
if I listen to the Drake album once a day, that's not that's not crazy. That's not something that's like it's not five hundred times a day. So I mean, yeah, he can literally just play his stuff every day when he goes into the studio, hit play on four different phones, and or have his intern or whatever hit play on four different phones. Cash and checks. Making more, making more revenue, and play controller twice on Sunday. Because they, I'm pretty sure they're showing ads and everything to kind of get that money. Sure, but way. remember, it's on, it's on mute, so it's not like it's going. I'm like, it's not like I'm irritated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right. Who's watching your home when you're not there? Yeah, so I think, I mean, I think it takes away from, from like plaques and stuff. I think, in my opinion, even though I, I agree. I, I love streaming and what that uh, and what that brings to the table as finding new music and stuff like that, even though I still think the best service is Pandora, oddly enough. Um, but well, yeah, you have Pandora. You're back on the Dora. Uh, I've, I've, you, 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 you're not on title anymore. I am. I tried title because of the because of the people. And I hate to say because of the culture. Um, but I felt that title wasn't giving me a, an experience that I couldn't get elsewhere and because they had like certain um i don't know i just didn't seem like i just didn't seem like it was a service that was unique enough that made me uh gravitate to it yeah i think because oh because here you go spotify which i think i started with with the first service i started paying for spotify is connected to more different services like it's on your uh it's on your playstation it's on. You can integrate it with like Nike Run. So, they, so they give you more options to, to uh, listen to Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like I think you can like you can play like the PlayStation. You can play PlayStation and listen to Spotify in the background, something like that. So when you're choosing your uh, online streaming service, it's like, well, I can pay for Title and listen to it just on my phone, or I can pay for Spotify and listen to it at a bajillion places. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go with Spotify. Um, yeah, Tyler had like the unique videos and stuff and the concerts and things like that, but it wasn't anything enough that would have justified me to lose all the different integration that Spotify had. Um, but you said you're on Pandora now. Uh, Why yeah, we moved back over to Pandora. I at the, throughout this whole transition, I had always been on. Um, Pandora because Pandora in itself has the best algorithm. Like for uh, for example, Apple Music. Apple Music, when you want to listen to a playlist, you can either choose hip hop or you can choose R and B. Okay. As a black person, when you listen to the radio, what what do you describe the genres that you will listen or that would appear on the typical black radio? It depends. It, it can vary. Now. Uh, 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 like 93.9 I don't listen to regular radio But for for instance like uh, Shade 45 is what I would listen to Okay I would hear on Shade 45 is typically all the top uh, The top new Regular air, the, the most airplay hip hop Which would be the Migos uh, It would be uh, the, the J. Cole's, the Kendrick Lamar's uh, the, the, the more popular Stuff from them Okay, so take a take a guess. If you had to guess of what a ninety five point five or a ninety three point nine would typically play, what type of genres or genre would be on a typical radio station for just a regular black radio station? 
I guess, trying to capture everything in one single thing. Okay. Which would be the Kendrick and, and going back to the 90s, trying to grab anything from the 90s. Okay, so that's hip-hop. And is that just hip hop by itself, or or is it hip? Is it hip hop, or it could be hip hop and rap? Because there's a difference okay. between hip hop so, and rap. All right, so you got hip hop and rap. Is, is that just the only genres that you would think that would be on it? Yeah, at least for them. What? So you like Chris for Brown? Five? No, for no. I'm talking about radio. Like oh, oh, oh regular radio. Uh, Chris Brown would definitely he he goes in that category. Okay, well, even though he's not a rapper, so it's it's not. It, so I guess it's hip hop, R and B. There's a uh, rap. Okay, exactly. So my point being is that with Apple Music, you they they don't they miss the simple stuff. Like at, like they literally have like no black people on their design team because. Okay, yes. There's a time and place where you want a all hip hop playlist. There's a time and place where you want an all R and B playlist. But if you're thinking a, if you're coming from a radio station listener to streaming, what playlist which you want i want a hip-hop and r&b station yeah you can't have that that's crazy pandora what makes pandora so beautiful is that you create your own station you tell it these are my favorite artists so it'll play more and as you thumb up and thumb down the algorithm realize oh you by the artist that you either like and dislike or the artist that you tell it to like and dislike, it says you want a mixture of this. If you can literally go, I want screaming rock. Like, you know, you can't understand anything. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Slipknot. I want Slipknot and Miles Davis jazz. Where else can you get a playlist that has two opposites, but yet. It'll, it'll, hey, as long as you keep giving me thumbs up and thumbs down, we'll figure out a mixture of these two things that you like, that you like, man. And, and yeah, you can't, you can't go directly to songs like you can when you do a Spotify or a title or, um, uh, Apple music. So yes, those, those, that aspect of it is worth it, but the ability to find stuff, new music, it's Pandora. And for me, it's always been Pandora. I have two new tracks uh, from uh, I I got from Pandora, and I never, never, ever, 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 ever would have found them with the other services, because when I do the other service, if it's not a for a, it's, if it's not an album that I know that I want to listen to, oh, Big Sean drop, let me go there and listen to it. If it's not something like that, I would go to my playlist. I would play with either playlist that I had available, either a hip hop or R and B, and then I would do my commute, and then that would be it. Or I would take the music that I've already picked and choose from from different other CDs that I put into an album. Uh, I would play that. I'll put all my songs on shuffle, and that's it. But that's still just music that I've already yeah. obtained. It's not new yeah. music. Pandora is the place for new music. Hmm, I didn't realize that. Well, uh, to close it off, because we got about uh, a little over 10 minutes, uh, we can go right into uh, uh, mixtapes. Uh, I just noticed you mentioned that. Uh, is there any uh, new albums or mixtapes you want to talk about? Yeah, so another thing that we w- I think that would be very interesting that um, I think everything everybody would appreciate is that we're going to try to do uh, a mixtape review, something that's a little bit more underground, some less known artists. 
uh, as well as current music that's something that's uh, more of a headline or a bigger name. Uh, the last mixtape that I can, uh, well, there's two things. One, I guess, uh, a, rec- a mixtape that I recommend and a mixtape that I listened to that I was kind of disappointed in. Uh, the last mixtape, I think uh, it's going to be from Bit Crit, 12 for 12. Uh, and Bit Crit's a southern uh, rapper from Mississippi, uh, great, great lyricist. Uh, I think uh, he has a couple mainstream stuff that's pretty good. But uh, definitely, if you're more of a, 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 like a David Banner type of uh, vibe, a Mississippi 808 type of trunk type of thing, uh, Bun B, Pimp C type of uh, vibe going okay. on. Uh, Big Crit's definitely good. He has the lyricist and the creativity of what you would classify as a traditional East Coast, Northern New York type of rapper. But with the Southern flair, I think that uh, I think we all can appreciate. 12 for 12, 12 tracks. Uh, he does it in typical mixtape fashion where it's not breaking new beats. He's taking popular beats that you've heard from other songs, other hit songs, and he does his, he raps on it. So he does his own uh, uh, edition. So of, he's truly giving it away. Yeah. You can't really profit mm-hmm. off of it. Well, yes and no. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's totally, he's truly giving it away. It's not something that you can find in iTunes a little later and buy, unfortunately, even though he kills it. On some of these tracks, uh, well, excuse me, on all the tracks, really, for real. I think it's like one that is kind of slip uh, past worthy, but uh, <laughs> but I think in the minutes, uh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, Big Crit 12 or 12, if you haven't heard it, definitely listen to it. Uh, have you heard uh, the Migos' new album? Uh, if we want to switch over to the new stuff, I listened to the, the latest joints I've listened to that are new. Um, we can definitely talk about it. it's the Migos. Uh, we'll do a, a mixtape and a new one. And unfortunately, I wanted to. I wanted to like these guys. I really did. Um, I, I thought um, the Migos was definitely something that was kind of more of an underground type of thing or Atlanta type base that maybe I just wasn't hip to. And I've heard a couple of their stuff, and it's kind of crazy to find three people that sound the exact same, in my opinion. Um, I didn't even know Migos was different, you know, different people, or I didn't even know they were different. As they all sound the exact same. I'm kind of starting to learn what Quavo sounds like. But yeah, back to the album. Uh, if I pull it up, I'm thinking of what possibly I could I like. We can run through uh, 30 seconds of uh, each song. Okay, let's do the the, the iTunes test. Uh, I guess that's what you would call it, right? Yep. iTunes only give you 30 seconds? Yeah, it used to be in the back in the day, which I, I still believe in. I think that uh, to you can easily find out if you like an album by doing the iTunes test where you just like listen to the first 30 seconds of the 30-second clip. And if it doesn't move you to like, oh, man, I want to know what the rest of that is, you probably don't like it. All right, so the the first uh, track on our album was called Culture. Uh, it has DJ Khaled on it. I can already knows. tell. Poop. Oh, oh, you, you can already tell. It's going to be fire? DJ Khaled. We not, the pass! I, I can't really say it like yeah, that, but um, you, you get the, the momentum going. I can already hit me with the pass. All right, so I'll hit you. <laughs> but you can go ahead and play it, but yeah, I, I'm already <laughs> telling you right now. You can go ahead and hit me with the pass. All right, here's Culture. They try to play us. They play themselves. This the intro 
for all you fuck boys that ever doubted the Migos. Thank you for clearing that up. Another one. Another one. Fuck boy, bow down. Still nothing to coop, tough phones. I can ask that bone. Boom. Rapping that dope cocoon. Cone. Young rich nigga in the room. Room. That's a nigga, no raccoon. Cone. Spend the Eminem and Jones. Jones. Took a trip to Cancun. Cone. Culture album coming soon. Another one. All right. That 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 was that was another one. Uh, that was lunchtime rap. Uh, cool. They say cocoon what two maybe three times and then they took a vacation in Cancun. Yeah. Hmm. Thirty seconds. <laughs> oh yeah, I see they really are breaking out the dictionary on the source on this one, huh? Yeah. Well, I got another question. This next one is called T-shirt. And I don't I don't know if you heard this one yet. I, I thought this one was. I think this one would be would possibly get more radio time. Mm-hmm. It just depends on where they spend their uh, their bucks. I don't know if they have a 360 deal or what kind of deal they have, but I, I can see T-shirt being played more often. Here, here's a T-shirt by the Migos. Mama told me, ay, not to sell work. Mama, 17, 5, same color t-shirt. White. Mama told me, ay, not to sell work. Mama, 17, 5, same color t-shirt. Yeah. Young nigga poppin' with a pocket full of cottage. Uh, yeah, there it is. T-shirts. Now, just listening to the first 30 seconds of it, um, to be honest with you, I, I, I like I said, I, I see this going... And doing more in the radio environment, depending on how often they do their repetition on, or if you can get pulled in the lineup. I wasn't really feeling it, but I, I can see where it can potentially go. Yeah, I, I think the beat is definitely nice. I think it has one of those joints that if you have the right car for it, definitely you can bump out and, and vibe to it. I can definitely tell in the club, I think it's going to bang. In the sense of the, just the beats, right? The tempo's right where people can just do that two-step, Bob, cool, look around the club uh, type mentality on it. Uh, and the hook seems to be, A, you can understand them, and it seems to be catchy enough in a sense of what you can listen to that I think the hook right there is probably going to float the song. All right, so this next one is called uh, All Casting. Again, this is the 30 second uh, yeah. Trap shit No 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 Early in the morning trapping Trap trap, you can get them on your asking I mean the chickens, you can get them whichever way nigga trap turns Zach Zach Alright What's 30 seconds? Dang, can you get skip somewhere in the middle maybe? Give us another 30 seconds? Yeah, let me skip to somewhere in the middle. Play tump, corner shot. Eight ball, corner pocket. White boys in the gang. Call them Andy Milanakis. He won't hesitate to shoot him. Shoot. Private jet to Bermuda. I knew I been had sauce. Because I was fucking on my tutor. Truck backing up the dually. A hundred pounds out the cooler. Came from a couple noodles. I fucked the game, come a sutra. I got... 
Could, could you tell why I uh, stopped from the beginning to the middle? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I will say, shout out to Quavo. I think he's uh, he's definitely the star of the group. Uh, yeah, if he, you have to listen real hard to get the gems out of that uh, white boy in the game. Uh, my boy, Manaka's uh, joint it was kind of tight. Uh, but yeah, I mean, still it's still lunchtime rap. Uh, not very complex with the wordplay. Quavo's the only one I feel that's catchy enough to give us some some liners that make you go, okay, that's kind of tight. Uh, but luckily with this 30-second clip, it was Quavo, so it gives it more of a, a plus than it necessarily is. But um, wh- how far was that? Do you know the timestamp? Uh, on the first one? No, no, the, no, no, the, the the Quavo part where you have the. I have what? no idea. Oh, I, I don't know who's what. Uh, what it, we like just? Is your marker still on the t- on the song? No. I don't oh, you moved off. Okay, song. all right. Cause what to say? I'm pretty sure that his verse is probably like way too long in the song for you to even torture yourself to get to. So uh, the last one. Well, I, I'm gonna pick another one because I, I don't. I, I want you to go out and listen to it for yourself, uh, obviously. But uh, I know it's on the Apple Store and everything. The next one uh, listed on that album was Bad and Bougie. Uh, oh, we can skip know. this one. We know. It seems to be a hit in the club environment. It hits hard. Everyone likes the song. Give us uh, give us a different one from that. I think uh, I think people know Bad and Bougie. Um, even from um, Danny Glover shouting it out at the awards. But. So I just want you to pick a random number from one to three. Uh, well, lacrosse number three. All right, so uh, so lacrosse number three. Yep. All right, so this next one is uh, big on big. Now, uh, I, I personally listening to uh, I listen to everything before we go live and uh, just listening to it. I don't see this song going anywhere. <laughs> like I feel like they really wasted their time. I don't I don't want to say wasted their time. More energy could have went into better songs. So if, I feel they wasted my time and my ears. Because if you if you're out in these uh, bars or venues, whatever you're doing, don't just show up and get a check. Watch what the people are listening to. Well, uh, watch how they respond so you can better your product. Jermaine Dupri did this a long time back in the day, and uh, if you look at him now on the groups and everything he created, oh my god, like. Crisscross, he created. Uh, Bow Wow, that's not a group he created. Jagged Edge, he created. The Brat was with them as well. So if you look at his record, it's like, wow, he did a D4L's lot. D4L's with them. That for. he doesn't really get recognized for. Which that's, another, that's another movie that would be, it's going to be crazy. I would watch that because I, so, I would so want to see how, yeah. he, how he crossed paths with Janet and how that even came up, came to be. Yeah. Maybe I need to hit up BET and say, hey, yeah. this is what black America want to see, or just America want to see. Exactly. But, but yeah, like, all right, let's, let's get yeah, to this big, to big on Big by Migos. Another piano on the beat. No, it's Mustard on the beat, yo. Did Mustard do this joint? No. Oh. <laughs> but another, another beat that has piano to it. Big on big, big on big, big on big. If you have been paper and I'm having paper, how you go big on big? If you have been neighbors and I'm having acres, how you go big on big? 
If I got the Draco, when you got the seed? How you go big on big? If I'm chopping that gas, you chopping that me. How you go big on big? If I pull out a dub, you pull out a team. How you go big on big? If your bitches are five, my bitches are ten. How you go big on big? You dropping the jag, I'm pushing the bins. How you go big on big? What you talking about? We them and D. How you go big on big? How you feel about that? So that's just a hook. Uh, I understand the concept of big on big. Um, it's a filler track. It's a, it's a track. As you can jump in, let's jump into the middle of the joint and give us another thirty seconds. Cause right. I'm a little boy, yeah, I'm having huncho status. Can't compare to this. I'm taking all the risks. Know how to solve a problem. Know how to sell a brick. You might be popping them bottles. I'm popping them bottles and martyrs. You might be Ryan American. My whoops is falling the throttles. You trying to go big on big? Stop it. I put a big hole in your pocket. They say they round around the city, bro. That's cause they trying to keep up with the show. How you feel about that? Uh... Lucky for our listeners, that was Quavo again. So he's the, <laughs> he is the better of the three rappers. But even with this one, the his flow was it was horrible. Uh, it was just it's a lunchtime elementary type flow. Uh, I can't even remember. I'm bringing he said something that was just like, oh, really? I can't even remember. I wish I could. How you going big on big? How you going big on big? But uh, no, nah, I just think one of those things that's like the energy is. If it's going to be slower like this, your wordplay needs to elevate to be able to carry it because the beat's simple and you really can't rhyme simple in this and have the same type of effect. Um, so, yeah, it's I can't see this playing in the clubs way too slow. Uh, I don't know. There, there's slower songs that people dance to. Like, there, there's a good bit of uh, artists. Uh, one of them, uh, I'm trying to think it. And not K Camp. Uh, I can't even think of his name right now. But like Yaz, Yazbish from Nicki Minaj, that's slow too. But that that goes. Uh, Coco is a, is another slow one. Okay, yeah, but, I, but it hits hot heavy in the club. I think yes, the hook right there definitely is, is something that, that there's energy behind the hook and the joint uh, where. Even though it's a slower tempo, like you can feel, you can sometimes, like sometimes you can just feel the energy that's in the record, and it translate and it makes your mundane vibe that you may be having, and it brings it to the same level of the artist. It's like, oh my, I woke up in a new. Yes, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think <laughs> I woke up in a new Bugatti is definitely a slow type of hook. Uh, I think it's um uh, for that part, yeah. but Future has so much energy in the record that it pours out and goes into you and then you now are, are energetic so it brings it it brings everybody in the club level up uh big on big i don't think uh um, i don't think it has this because he doesn't have the energy in the hook it's just it's just like oh okay you're doing this but i did this how you going big on big Something, something, some, something, something, some. how you going big on big yeah you put out five dollars i'll put out ten how you go big on big like the the concept, the, I mean, I get it, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think in order for it to be played in the club, you get the DJ's gonna have to up the tempo. DJ's gonna have to cut the joint out so the crowd can say, 
how you going to be going big? And then from there, the crowd puts energy into the song that's not there. Yeah. And then that's how you get it to work. But if you got to do all that to make the joint work, um, they should have probably did some more in the studio, in yeah. my opinion. But um, uh, I don't know if they're independent or if they got. I think it's I, some, somewhere in the songs they they said something about having a three sixty deal. Uh, I think Migos are independent. That's definitely for sure. Yeah, yeah. If they are independent, I think they need to watch where they spend their bucks. And as far as like hitting these uh program directors to get their music played, but anyway, that's a topic for another story. Uh, well, we're gonna wrap it up for the night. I know where I think for this one, I think we kind of came a little too strong. I'm definitely going to be doing some editing uh, to to remember. But be on the lookout. We're definitely going to be bringing you guys current news. Uh, we're going to be bringing your opinions on, like I said, movies, uh, TV shows. We're going to keep doing the mixtape uh, and the current uh, albums that we listen to. Just trying to give our thoughts, save you guys, see what you guys are interested in. Hopefully, bringing and expanding your musical library to something new. Uh, so just definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, and I'm also, I kind of want to uh, give weekly Trump news, but uh, I think it's irrelevant. <laughs> every time he does something, it's the news. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, he we, brushes his hair; it's on the news. I don't even know if it's worth it. Yeah, he don't got a lot of hair to brush. I don't know why he's wearing it. <laughs> no, we definitely. I mean, there's still more. We still got to talk about, like I said, uh, him. Uh, getting uh, I can't even think of my man, a homegirl's name into like looking over education. Uh, his quote unquote peers talking about his family's like clothing business and how oh I see that how they're literally um getting or violating ethics. Yeah, uh, I think uh, a news reporter or something reported because they're not supposed to mix the two or they they don't co mingle and she was like, uh, here it is. Well, I'm pretty sure she's getting a lot of backlash from that. Oh yeah, because it definitely says that like in highlight, like you can't mix your business and pleasure. And she literally just went on national television and stirred it all up. No, I, I guess it's different if you're not on national TV because of be, being present or whatever the case is. It, it's different if you're promoting it and you're on TV to promote that versus hey, we're going to talk about this. And by the way, this is brought to you by. Or I uh, just want to tell you about my business. I'm over here doing blah blah blah. So it that's a huge no no. Yeah, I mean they, they definitely. St- I mean with unfortunately with well, yeah, sure. Unfortunately for Trump because of his actions, uh, you know he was losing a lot of money with uh, and certain powerful countries like the tech companies like with uh, Uber and their fiasco being pulled out. Like uh, and some other companies are losing money, uh, so they're pulling out. Uh, Nordstrom's was one of the companies said yeah, because of the pipeline. Uh-huh. They say I think they're located in uh, the the state of I think it's North Dakota pipeline. Mm-hmm. So I think they have something that was very close to them. So they was like, you know what, we're pulling out, and we're not doing any more business with you, uh, or we're not um, we're just not going to sell your daughter's particular line. And because of your actions with the Muslim ban and stuff like that, we just don't support it. So on, they had the right to be on TV to talk about the because of the Muslim ban, which is you know news, the yeah. pipeline that's news. The person that Trump had hired was qualified and was rightfully so on TV to talk about these issues. But the fact that she said, "Oh, because of." 
the president's reaction to certain things, initiating the ban, initiating the drilling of the pipeline. Uh, all these other companies are feeling some type of way and, you know, dropping out support uh, for Trump or his friends. And he's like, that's not, you know, that's not very nice or that's wrong for them to be, uh, take out, you know, uh, financial re rep uh, repercussions because of they're not liking what he's doing, a.k.a. with Trump's daughter and her particular line. It's, you know, it's this, that, and the third. Yeah. And I feel that everybody should go out and buy it because it's just great stuff. And right there, she took something that she was, quote, unquote, qualified or okay to talk about and then used her platform to promote a personal transaction with, quote, unquote, hit Trump supporters and his daughter, which is family business, personal, you know, fashion yeah. line. So now if you didn't, if you love Trump and you had no idea his daughter had a fashion line and you're a woman or a man that, you know, that buys women's clothes for as gifts, mm -hmm. you may be more inclined to go to go, go out to, and buy yeah. it. Because they just can't pull it off the shelves like that. It takes time. Yep. And you have now reached uh, X amount of people and informed them of how they should spend their money. Mm, how are they going to kick back? Well, we can talk about that next week. Yep. So, yeah, that's well, definitely more than that. Like I said, uh, Trump is definitely going to be uh, motivating us to to get out and and do it. So you guys can catch us here. Uh, we're going to try to do a show for you every week, maybe an hour to two hours long. Um, and if you have a topic, uh, don't be a uh, afraid to hesitate to uh, send, us, send it over to us and we examine it, break it down to its purest form. And then regurgitate it and get it back out to you with our little spin on it, whether it's crazy or whatever it is. But uh, you can catch us here, same time, same place. I think it's what, Vinyl Assassins? So we're still on. Uh, uh, we're, we're, let's talk about it. I, well, we can do Vinyl Assassins. I mean, it doesn't really make a difference at this point. Yeah, it, we'll, we'll figure out which handle we're going to use for Twitter for you can send in your questions. Uh, I don't even think I for, I keep forgetting about Twitter and everyone goes to Twitter, <laughs> especially with Trump and his crazy. They just need to take his phone, man. Just take it. We got uh, we got make a fake website, <laughs> make him look, make it look real. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll save all that stuff, like I said, for the next episode. So you can definitely, for the time being, Vinyl Assassins, we do have that uh, on on Twitter. So you can definitely hit us up with questions or any comments and stuff like that, and then we can definitely take it in. Address it in the show. Even if you wanted to call in, we we got you. We we got capabilities too. We can just sit here and talk lollygag like we've been doing. But anywho, yeah, that can always change our topic and whatever we're talking about. As you can see, constantly switches off <laughs> and then trying to figure out. That's like you're cooking a turkey and next thing you know, you look up, you got beef in the oven. What? <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we should end this. We should we should stop right now. <laughs>